Hello, and welcome back to the History of Middle-Earth podcast. My name is Phil, and I will be your guide for today's adventure back to Middle-Earth. No breaking down this coming week in Middle-Earth history, since this episode is being recorded back-to-back with the previous episode. So we're going to dive right into the main topic, which is Mordor, Batardor, and Orodruin, also known as Mount Doom. Mordor was a land in southeast of the Westlands, east of Gondor. During most of the Second and Third Ages, it was ruled entirely by Sauron, and it was his dwelling and base from which he attempted to conquer the rest of Middle-earth. Only a few times in history did the Free Peoples have anything to do with Mordor, more so being the last alliance, broke into the land to fight Sauron many years later, and of course, Frodo and Sam infiltrating the land to destroy the One Ring. Mordor was protected from three sides by enormous mountain ranges, arranged roughly rectangularly, and included Aaron Lithui in the north and Ethelduath in the west until it turned to the east, forming a southern range protecting it from an unexpected invasion by any of the free peoples. A narrow pass led through the Ethelduath in the city of Minas Morgul, earlier known as Minas Ethel, was guarding that. An even more difficult pass was guarded by the unnecessarily large spider, Shelub, and the old Numenorean fortress of Kirith Ungul. Another fortress was Durthang in the northern Ethelduath. Durthang was an old castle in northern Mordor, and it stood in the north Ethelduath on the southwestern slopes above the valley of Udun, overlooking the Moranin and the Isenmouth. It is believed that Durthang was also originally a fortress of Gondor slash Numenor, and that the Gondorians had constructed several fortresses overlooking the entrance to Mordor in the aftermath of the War of the Last Alliance, like the Towers of Teeth or the Tower of Kirith Ungol as well. After the Great Plague devastated Gondor in TA 1636, the watch on the borders of Mordor ceased and the fortresses that guarded the passes were unmanned in TA 1640 just because of the overall lack of troops. It is possible that Durthing was later reoccupied and manned by troops from Gondor, because in TA 1944, when King Andor of Gondor and both his sons fell in battle against the Wainriders north of the Moranin, the Moranin and the Towers of Teeth were still manned by troops from Gondor. Durthing was occupied by orcs around TA 1980 when the Witch King came to Mordor and gathered the Nazgul there. And at the time of the War of the Ring, Durthang was an orcish stronghold, just like Kirith Ungol was. On 18 March, TA 3019, a troop of orcs from Durthang caught up with the band of orcs that were marching eastward in Mordor. This is the band that we see Frodo and Sam get caught up in when they were disguised as orcs and are forced to march along with the troops for quite a distance before they were able to finally slip away. In the northwest corner of Mordor, the deep valley of Udun was the only entrance for large enemies, and that is where Sauron built the Black Gate of Mordor. In front of the Moranin lay the Daggerlad. Sauron's main fortress, Badr-Dor, was at the foothills of Eridluthui, 
the southwest of Berador lay the arid plateau of Gorgoroth, and the volcanic Mount Doom, also called Orodruin. To the east laid the plain of Lithlad. The land in the western parts of Mordor were largely infertile, producing only sparse brambles. The southern part of Mordor, Nern, was slightly more fertile and, most, and moist enough to carry inland Sea of Nernin. Nern was made somewhat fertile because the ash blown from Mount Doom left its soil nutrient-rich, thus allowing dry land farming. Unfortunately, the inland Sea of Nern was salty, not freshwater. To the west of Mordor was a narrow land of Thulian with the great river Anduin. And to the east was Rune and the south, Khand. Melkor created Mount Doom in the First Age, and the name Mordor may have been given to the land before Sauron settled there because of its constant eruptions. Also in the First Age, the Druidane migrated westward, and the historians in Gondor believed that they came through land south of Mordor, and after turning northward into Athelion, became the first Mountain to cross the Anduin. The first being known to occupy the mountains of Mordor was Shelob, fleeing from the War of Wrath in Beleriand at the end of the First Age. Sauron then settled in Mordor around Second Age 1000. In the northwestern corner of his land stood Mount Doom, where he had forged the One Ring. Near Orodruin, he built his stronghold Barad-dûr. After this time, Sauron was known as the Dark Lord of Mordor. For two and a half thousand years, Sauron ruled Mordor uninterruptedly. It was from Mordor that he made war against the Elves of Regian and came to dominate most of Eriador in a period known as the Dark Years. That was until he was repelled by the High Men of Numenor. Retreating to Mordor, Sauron then directed his power over the far south and east of Mordor, conquering and dominating the savage tribes of the Easterlings and the Herodrim, corrupting them and betting them to his will, eventually taking the Easterling King Kamul as one of his nine ringwraiths. Almost a thousand years later, Sauron was captured by the Numenorians and brought to their island kingdom, eventually causing its destruction. Sauron returned to Mordor as a spirit and continued his rule. Sauron's rule was interrupted yet again when his efforts to overthrow the surviving men and elves failed, and they fought their way back to their foe's domain. After several months of siege in the Battle of Daggerlad, forces of the last alliance of the elves and men came into Mordor. Sauron was defeated in the final battle, and the Dark Tower was leveled to the ground, but Mordor was not settled in by men because of the dreadful memory of Sauron and Orodruin's just constant eruptions. The kings of Gondor built watchtowers and fortresses around Mordor, such as the mountain fortress of Durthang, the Towers of Teeth at the Moranin, which are those giant towers you see near the Black Gate, and the Tower of Kirith Ungol, in order to prevent Sauron's servants from returning back to Mordor. Then again, deprived of guard thanks to the Great Plague, Mordor began to fill with evil beings again. And it's said that the first shadow was the Lord of the Nazgul, roughly TA 1980, who summoned the other Ringwraiths. And first appearing since the War of the Last Alliance to prepare for the return of Sauron. 
Minas Ethel was conquered by the Ringwraiths in TA-2002. Other fortifications that were supposed to defend Gondor from the menace inside Mordor were eventually captured and turned into a means of shielding Mordor. Sauron resided in Dol Guldor until the White Council attacked in TA-2941, forcing him to flee. Meanwhile, Mordor had been long prepared for him, and declaring himself openly, he returned to Mordor in TA-2951, where he finished reconstructing his Dark Tower. By that time, Mordor was protected too well to be captured by any military might that was available to the Free Peoples. In the north of Mordor, during the War of the Ring, there were great garrisons and forges of war, while surrounding the bitter inland Sea of Nurnan, to the south lay the vast fields tended for the provision of armies by hordes of slaves brought in from the lands to the east and south. During the War of the Ring, Sauron gathered all of his forces to Mordor. After the Battle of Pelennor, Pelennor Fields, a host of the west went to the Black Gate. Sauron sent his army to destroy the men of Gondor and Rohan, but then Frodo Baggins destroyed the One Ring and Mordor fell. The Dark Tower, the Black Gate, and the Towers of Teeth collapsed to ruin. Mount Doom exploded, and both Sauron and Ringwraiths were apparently destroyed. After the ultimate defeat of Sauron, Mordor became mostly empty again, as the orcs inside it fled or were just killed. Crippled by thousands of years of abuse and neglect of capable of sustaining life, the land of Mordor was given to the defeated foes of Gondor as a consolation as well to the freed slaves of Nurn, who were formally forced to farm there to feed the armies of Mordor. Mordor is a Sindarin name, meaning Black Land, and is compound of Mor, meaning Dark or Black, and Dor, meaning Land. Its name is Kulzdul, was Nargun, which stands, which contains elements Narg, meaning Black. Barad-dûr, also known as the Dark Tower, was a chief fortress of Sauron on the plateau of Gorgoroth in Mordor. Known in black speech as Lugburz, the Eye of Sauron kept watch over Middle-earth from its highest tower. Barad-dûr was built upon the end of a long southern spur in the arid Lithui in the northern part of the plateau of Gorgoroth. It stood about 30 miles east of Mount Doom and about 100 miles southeast of the Black Gate. And there was both a road leading north to the Black Gate and Sauron's road to the Samoth Nauer, leading west towards Mount Doom. The latter ran from the Dark Tower's western gate over a deep abyss, the plain, and around the mountain to the dark entrance of the Chambers of Fire. Barad-dûr was the greatest fortress ever built since the fall of Angbad, mainly because it was built, well, by a god. It was founded upon a mighty iron mountain throne above immeasurable pits and appeared even blacker and darker than the mantling clouds and shades in which it stood. It was immeasurably strong with its countless gargantuan towers, walls, and battlements and was made of very hard and unbreakable substances. Usually it was described as made of steel, iron, or adamant, and it had gaping gates, great courts, and dungeons deep within its terrible prisons. The topmost tower contained the window of the eye. Sauron began to build Barad-dûr 
around SA-1000 when he moved back Mordor, choosing that land to make into his stronghold. Around 2nd Age 1600, he secretly forged his one ring in the fires of Mount Doom and completed his fortress after 600 years of the construction with the help of the power of his one ring. During the following years, Sauron was able to consolidate his power and extend it into the east. However, in 2nd Age 3262, Arfarzan, King Numenor, landed at the haven of Umbar with a great host and marched north to Mordor. Their might was so great that Sauron humbled himself before the king and came to Numenor as a hostage. The year after the downfall of Numenor in 2nd Age 3319, Sauron's spirit secretly returned to Eredor. Here he worked a terrible shape for himself, took up again the One Ring, and prepared for war against the Eldar and the exiles of Numenor, who had just established their realms in Ardnor and Gondor. He succeeded in taking Minas Ethel, turning it into Minas Morgul. However, in Second Age 3430, Elendil and Gilgalad forged the last alliance of Elves and Men and defeated Sauron four years later in the Battle of Daggerlad. They then passed into Mordor and besieged Eredor. The siege lasted for seven years, but Gilgalad and Elendil were slain in Second Age 3441, and Sauron was finally defeated. Asildor, the son of Elendil, cut the ring from Sauron's hand and took it for his own, instead of destroying it. The Dark Tower was finally leveled, but its foundations remained since Baradur was created using the power of the One Ring and could not be destroyed as long as the ring still existed. Around TA 1050, Sauron returned and secretly made a stronghold at Dol Guldur. Gandalf did not discover that Sauron was the master of Dol Guldur until around TA 2850 and in TA 2941, the White Council attacked the fortress, forcing Sauron to retreat back to Barad-dûr, where the Nazgûl had been preparing for him, and he began to rebuild in TA 2951. It was completed in 2953, and from then on, Sauron stayed and conducted his war on the free peoples of Middle-earth from there. On March 25th, TA 3019, the ring-bearer Frodo succeeded in destroying the One Ring, but with the ring destroyed, Barodor ultimately collapsed to ruin, and Sauron was finally defeated. Barodor is a Sindarin name, it means Dark Tower. It is a compound of Barad, meaning a great towering building, 40 city castle, tower, whatever you want to use it for, and Dor, meaning dark, with e obviously evil implications. The Quenya version of Beredor is Taras Luna, meaning Dark Tower, and Luna Turco, meaning Dark Stronghold, although they were never used in the Lord of the Rings. Now as for Orodruin, Mount Doom itself, Melkor created it in the First Age, and the name Mordor may have been given to the surrounding land before Sauron settled there, again because of its eruptions. When Sauron chose the land of Mordor as his dwelling place in the Second Age, Orodruin was the main reason. He, quote, used the fire that welled there from the heart of the earth in his sorceries and his forging, end quote. The most famous of his forging, and the main one we know for sure, is obviously the One Ring.
The mountain erupted again in a second age 3429, signaling Sauron's attack to Gondor, and it took the name Amun Amarth, meaning Mount Doom. In TA 2954, Mount Doom reawakened, and the last inhabitants of the Thilion, terrified, fled over the Anduin. From then on, it erupted sporadically until the end of the age. It stood alone on the plateau of Gorgoroth and was connected to the Dark Tower with Sauron's Road, rising about 4,500 feet with its base at about 3,000 feet tall. The road approached the east side of the base at a causeway and then wound up like a snake, and at that point the road seemed damaged by the lava and re was re-repaired se several times. Inside its cone were the Samoth Nower, leading to the Crack of Doom, which was the fiery chasm from where the One Ring was forged. Mount Doom is common speech, translation of Amun Amarth in Gondor. From Amun, like hill, such as Amun Hen, and Amarth meaning fate or doom. The name was given because the volcano was linked in ancient and little understood prophecies with the final end of the Third Age, when the One Ring was found again. Its original Sindarin name was Orodruin, glossed as Burning Mountain, and Mountain of the Red Flame. And that is it for this week's episode. Give us a like and leave us a review. Check out our Facebook page and group, History of Middle-Earth Podcast, and our Instagram at History of Middle-Earth Pod. If you have any questions, feel free to send them into our email, ministeriothearchives at gmail.com, through our Instagram or Facebook page even. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you back next time. I'm your host, Phil, and you're listening to the History of Middle-Earth Podcast. Podcast.